TalkZone.com David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago Sun-Times sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Hi, this is David Spade along with my co-host, Elliot Harris. You're wearing the shades today, Elliot. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get into the beach mode because of the uh, swimsuit issue that Sports Illustrated came out with this week. So I thought, this, nobody wants to see me in a swimsuit, so this this is the best I can do. So you got your Tommy Bahama shirt on, yeah. you got your shades on, you're styling today. Yeah, I, I need my sandals, but other than, I didn't want to get my feet wet in the snow and ice here, still in Chicago, that's melting. But this is close enough for me. I think Crocs are the 2000 sandals, the 2010 sandals. That works, or 11, wherever we are. We've got a full show today. We've got Jack Whitaker, legendary broadcaster, covered the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, the Belmont, Olympics, did everything back in the day. Gaylord Perry, a Hall of Famer, who kind of doctored the baseball at times. We'll have to talk to him about that and about cheating in sports. And we've got. He wouldn't know anything about that. But. No, but he admits it. He says, you know, I, I know. did it. And then we've got uh, a woman on eight. We got what? What a what a change! A, a female on sports and torts. Who would have guessed? No, we haven't done that before. <laughs> I was surprised when we got her. Got the call last night that she'd come on. She's a supermodel, actress, business person. She's done it all, Molly Sims. I don't think you can do much better than that, can you? No, I mean. The girls bring the people to the show. They're interested. They tell what you're doing, and then we get the athletes well, on. And the thing I like about it is they're beautiful women, but there's more to it than just the superficial aspect of, oh, gee, she's good looking. They all have something to say, and they're all interesting, intelligent females. If not, it'd be a long 10, 15-minute interview with these girls if yeah, they had nothing to go, say. Uh, yeah. No. The human bobblehead. We don't <laughs> no, want any bobbleheads. No. Not in studio like this. Not with you and me here. How about this? Let's talk about this Albert Pools for a little while here. What's going on with him? I heard he turned down seven years, two hundred ten million. You know, there's reports that he wants a ten-year deal, which would take it if his age is legitimate, and and who knows if that's correct. So he's thirty-one now. Ten years would be forty-one. A guy's not going to be producing at a, a twenty million dollar level at at age forty-one, is he? No, he wants ten years, three hundred million. Like you're saying, it yeah. makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, I, I understand if I'm the agent, I want to get out into free agency, drive up the price. But you have to understand the contract that Alex Rodriguez got when he was with the Rangers. Tom Hicks was bidding against himself. He bid it up way higher than he had to, and now everybody else is supposed to act as stupidly as Tom Hicks did. I don't get it. Andy McPhail called it the worst contract in baseball history because he paid him the $25 million a year, and the Rangers were a last-place team, and they remained a last-place team. It did nothing for the organization. Right. Uh, the difference with this is Albert Pujols is the face of the franchise. He's the closest thing the Cardinals have had to an iconic figure since Dan Musial, who just received uh, the Presidential Medal of Honor this week from Barack Obama at the White House, along with Bill Russell, the Celtics' great and some other folks. But uh, 
if you're Albert Pujols, do you just want to be another ball player who goes wherever the money is? If you know, I, I saw something that said, oh, the Red Sox may be interested if Pujols hits free agency. Okay, so Albert Pujols is just an, uh, another guy. I come from an era where, you know, Ernie Banks played for the Cubs his entire career. Stan Musial played for the Cardinals his entire career. They didn't have free agency, and would they have left for more money? We'll never know. But you had a feeling that athletes were more committed to the teams they played for than, okay, where's the, the next highest contract coming from? Musial was smarter than Banks because Musial stayed in St. Louis, made a fortune there. Like you said, he's an icon there. they got a statue up. He's 90 years old. He doesn't have that much more, that much more time remaining. Why doesn't Pujols realize that? And then he would take over Musial's place, basically owning St. Louis. Yeah, and I, I don't know what the difference. I don't make $20 million a year or 15 or, or whatever, but I, the difference between 20, 25, 30 million after taxes, whatever, Albert Pujols is going to be able to accomplish whatever it is he wants. If, if he signs for 10 million, which isn't going to happen, if he signs for 20 million. So is it all about the money? Is it all about the fans? Is the franchise? Is it about his uh, foundation? It's, is it about how he wants to be perceived by the public? Well, I think we'll find out after the season if something doesn't get done during the season. I know they say con- they're not going to talk contracts anymore now that spring training's here and Albert's arriving in camp. But something says things may go on behind the scenes. So I think it's it's a, you know, Cub fans can delude themselves if they want. Let's get to our next guest, Elliot. We have on the line a supermodel, actress, business person. She was a five-time Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. She was a cover girl, uh, cover girl, cover girl. She was an actress on Las Vegas. She has her own jewelry line now, graced by Molly Sims. On the phone, Molly Sims. How you doing, Molly? Hi, David and Elliot. Hi there. How's it going? Great. First of all, my daughter wants to say she really likes you, and she really likes your jewelry line. Well, how old is she? 31. <laughs> is she really 31? Yeah. I've got little girls. I've got a David has seven, the, the, six, and five-year-old girls, so i got my hands full. You do, apparently. Well, thank you. Are you guys based out of Chicago, all your families? Yes, definitely. Do you want to know a little secret? Any size secret from I you works. Everywhere in the world, I have never been to Chicago. I was just talking to Elliot about this before you came on. I said, "Yeah, I've seen her talk about New York, L.A., but nothing about Chicago. Why haven't you been here yet?" Uh, I I know. I don't know. I mean, you, I've got David, I've got Elliot, I got Oprah, and I have never been there. And, and there's nothing quite like Chicago in February. Uh, yeah, I know. It just makes you want to come so yeah, much. You, you know. know. Bring the bikini. You still have the $30 million bikini, don't you? I, I do. It is um, it is tucked away under my pillow. I sleep with it every night. <laughs> no, but I have, to to Tampa, I have to go to Tampa next weekend and do HSN, and because there's absolutely no direct flights from L.A., but, of course, you can go through Chicago, but who really wants to go through Chicago in February? Ellie was going to be at the airport to do another interview with you right, for coming but, through Chicago. <laughs> you know. I'd be there in a heartbeat. Yeah, probably be me sleeping on the floor. Oh. 
What was it like to be in Sports Illustrated swimsuit model five times? Was it a lot of work? Did you enjoy it, or just was it monotonous? I, mean, after I got fed great. I got fed grapes um, and cheese every day of my life, and I got pampered. And no, it was good. I mean, you know, there's a little bit of a misconception about it because, you know, you may think that the pictures look, you know, beautiful and sexy, but. You know, half the time I was shooting with farm animals in, like, Argentina, or I was in a river in Colorado that was 30 below. So it's just interesting, like, how the pictures turn out, but actually what you're doing and how long it takes just to get that one picture. And, you know, in the beginning, you kind of never know if you're going to be in it. You know, even though you shoot it, you never know if you're going to be in it. And But, it's a, it was, you know, it's a lot of fun. Listen, it can change. um it contained, you know, girls' lives. It definitely, you know, helped me in, in so many ways. Does there any sense of jealousy among the models as the shoot goes on and as, no, as the cover comes out? I definitely out? think there's that, you know, well, you don't know. They never, you know, you never really know when you're shooting the cover. So you'll shoot two or three days. So you kind of really don't know. But, you know, you've got your eye on, like, the certain bikinis that you want to wear. You know, you definitely, it's interesting because, you know, so many models actually in real life are quite understated and they don't want to be the center of attention. But it's interesting on these shoots that every now and then you're like, okay, you know, you kind of get that little bit of a competitive edge. Now, there's a lot of people on these shoots. You know, it's not like... David and me and you go to the beach and we take pictures. They have makeup, hairdressers, all these things. How, how do you makeup, get... Makeup, hair, styling. I mean, you know, you have Diane Smith who's been there for like 20 years. She's absolutely amazing. She runs it all and she's got a great eye. And, and you know, but definitely there's pressure. I mean, of course, you're, you know, you're... You're standing there half naked or posing half naked, and and it's so hard because we have to shoot in magic hours. So you'll start about 4 o'clock in the morning, and you'll really only shoot from about maybe 5.40, no, like 6 o'clock to 6.45, 7. So you only shoot, you have such a small window that that's also why there becomes a lot of pressure. How did you get... How did you get... How did you get to wear the $30 million bikini? Did you have to fight for it, or did they say from the start, this is yours to wear? You know, I wasn't going to do it again, just because at one point, you know, you have to make that transition, and you have to, you have to, you know, there, there's only so many years you can do it. And then they were like, you know, would you please, you know, I think Heidi had done the blah last year, and they were like, will you please do the $30 million? And um, so, you know, they kind of talk you into it. But I didn't quite know it was going to be that re- revealing, to be honest with you. It was pretty revealing. Uh, it was the most risque thing I have ever shot in my entire life. Because, it, you know, listen, I know you think $30 million is a lot, but when it actually, you put it on your body, it actually doesn't cover that much. <laughs> you needed more you're like a 45 or a 50 million suit. Yeah, exactly. You're actually wishing your agents would have negotiated at least a 50. <laughs> now, do you stay in touch with all of the X models or th- that you used to associate with now, or have you moved on to to bigger and better things like Hollywood and jewelry? I mean, you know, you definitely stay in touch. You know, it's, a, it's, it's as you know, probably in your world, just as it is in our world, it's a very small world. You know, you see people at Fashion Week, you know, a couple times a year. You see people at different parties. But, you know, your life moves on. Mine, you know, moved on into acting and 
And, you know, you just, you end up making that transition. I ended up moving to L.A. and and doing that. I'm trying to go back on, you know, I kind of had to give Vegas a little bit of a rest because talk about hard work. Being on an hour drama is definitely grueling because, you know, you're, you're five days a week, you know, 12 to 15 to 16 hours a day. So, you know, but I'm getting ready to go back on and, and, you know, I really enjoy it. But in terms of keeping up, you're kind of, Everybody's kind of in that circle, you know? They ruined Vegas. Okay. NBC basically had a hit show, and they kept moving you guys around, and they destroyed that show. I love that show with you, Josh Damal, James Kahn, Vanessa Marcel. You did an excellent job in the show, and it seemed like after two years, they just kind of gave up on the show. You know, I think NBC was in such a transition. You know, I think they did kind of don't. I mean, it's very difficult with the networks. It's not always their fault. They, they're trying to get ahead. They just sometimes don't give things enough time to to really breathe in a, in a time slot. That's why it's so difficult. You know, Gary Scott Thompson, my showrunner, was, you know, fantastic. It was working both with the studio and the network and the actors. And that is extremely, extremely hard to do. We had a great, I will tell you, we had a great, um, we had the best dysfunctional family you could have on TV. Now, you have this line of jewelry, Grace, G-R-A-Y-C-E. How did you, I do. How, how did you get in, that all started up? I have a jewelry line called Grace. And actually, I kind of picked it up after the writer's strike. I, my mom's been wearing jewelry for, you know, 20, 30 years, and she scours flea markets. And I'm originally from Kentucky. And, I mean, we can call them estate sales, but literally, like, she's visiting me in L.A. right now, and she's like, I bought these at the flea market for 50 cents. So I, don't really, I wouldn't really call that an estate auction. <laughs> well, in Kentucky, that's an estate, isn't it? Exactly. But, yeah, we have a lot of fun with it. I have a lot on HSN, and then we have our own um, e-commerce site on the Internet. And, um, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's definitely something, you know, in my kind of work that, you know, we get to wear, you know, jewelry every day of our lives. So. And you're also in Henry Bendel, right? I'm in Henry Bendel in a few shops. So that's, know, that's pretty upscale. States. It's good. I think the hardest part is doing the, the e-commerce, doing the Internet part of it, because that's, you know, brick and mortar is amazing to be in, but at the same time, we've, we've had... You know, trying to keep everything in stock on the on the on the e-commerce because so many people can go on. It's, but um, it's, it's crazy all, how so, good. No, I mean it's all like Facebook, Twitter driven now. Everything, everything's internet, and like you said, the brick and mortar is kind of falling by the wayside. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. I mean, it's so the turnover is so quick on the internet. You know, you can put something up and bam, you know, you tweet about it or you Facebook or like you said, you do any social networking around it, and you know, the kids they they, they love it. And if people want to see it on the internet, where should they go? Um, they should they can go to graceonmollysims dot com. It's D R A Y C E. And a lot of people ask me why. Well, the name came from my mom told me to be graceful and grateful my whole life. But the why, everybody's like, why did you, you know, not spell grace the same way? And I'm like, because I couldn't trademark it. <laughs> <laughs> that's as good a reason as any. I'm the attorney, exactly. and that's I'm like, there's, there's not a great, beautiful story, but that's just the truth. Exactly. Your co-star, my wife loves on Vegas, was Josh Dumal. What was it like to work with him? Just, he was great. I was just with Fergie at the um, at the shows on um, in um, at the Diamond Fersenberg shows and and um, at the tenth and well they weren't at the tenth they were at Lincoln Center and um, in New York he's great. You know Josh is 
so good-lookingly handsome, fabulous, but I'm telling you, he's a, he's a wonderful guy and, and a wonderful person, and he's an amazing actor, and I have to say, he's one of those guys that truly has it all. Was he a good kisser? Fantastic. <laughs> I got to make out with him for five years. It was awesome. What about the old man, James Kahn? Are you going to touch that? He was a good kisser, too, in a different way, but a good kisser. Because he was your dad, and we don't want that on TV. <laughs> he, I know. I actually saw him a couple of weeks ago. He's fantastic. You know, I will tell you, he's um, he's tough as nails, but he's a brilliant, brilliant actor. He can make, he can make, he can make something out of nothing. He's really, he is just an amazing, amazing man. I really, I had, I had a really good time working with him, and I, I really learned a lot. And we all still stay in touch. James LaShore, the African American guy on my show, he's back on a show called Mr. Sunshine. And um, with Matthew Perry and Vanessa's back on General Hospital. So, you know, Josh is now filming New Year's Eve. So everybody kind of, it is a shame that we're not together, but everybody kind of found their own path. You're from Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt gave us Jay Cutler. You went to L.A. Can we make a trade? <laughs> exactly. I like Jay Cutler, too. Only because he went to Vanderbilt, right? <laughs> exactly. Any chance we can get you on a sitcom, like a 30-minute sitcom that won't be so much work as an hour drama? I know. That's what I'm hoping for. The problem is so many of them don't shoot in L.A., so Sounds it's a little great. difficult. Thank you very much, Molly. It was a pleasure talking to you. You guys take care. Stay out of the cold and go Cubs. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you, Molly. Bye. That was Molly Sims, model, actress, business person, beautiful person, Gave us some interesting insight in the swimsuit issue. I always thought it was just take a picture and boom, put uh, it up there, but it's a lot of work. I mean, cover girl, actress, this girl has it all. Definitely. And I think we have the, the magazine here somewhere on the desk. It's underneath my notes. Okay. I don't know. But it, it, it doesn't come together simply. It's a year-long process. You know, they pick jewelry. They pick uh, locations. They pick models. I mean, you don't just get a Russian babe off the street like this. I don't know. You know, we should do a remote from Russia sometime and see if they have women walking around like that. Is that in our budget? I don't know. You're going to ask our producer, Dave Olson. Is that in the budget, Dave? Can we go to Russia? Thumbs down. Oh, well. It was a thought. Maybe Ukrainian villager we could go to. That's about it. You're listening to Sports and Torts. I'm David Spade with Elliot Harris. When we come back, we'll have the legendary sportscaster, Jack Whitaker. Stay tuned. If you're injured at work, don't try to be a hero and work in pain. Immediately tell your boss how you were injured and seek medical treatment. Then call my guy, attorney David Spada, to make sure that your rights are protected. David will fight for the payment of your medical bills, lost wages, and settlement. Insurance companies and employers have individuals representing their interests. Why not you? You must have an experienced attorney on your side. All fees are contingent upon your recovery. Call David Spada at 847-729-COP. That's 847-729-2667. 